0: Hello, my name is Samuel Keith Harris. Welcome to the First Love Church podcast. I'm so happy you clicked on this podcast. I pray that you would be blessed, edified, and encouraged to live a godly life in Christ Jesus. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Samuel Keith Harris, and welcome back to another episode of Morning Devotionals. Let's start our day with Jesus. Father, I thank you that we can come into your presence and worship you and honor you and lift up your name high. God, I ask you to teach us, to instruct us, to lead us, and to guide us. We love you, Lord. We want to learn of you and be transformed by you because we'll become like you as we behold you in the written scriptures. So we love you and we honor you. It's in Jesus' precious name that I pray. And everybody said, amen, amen. Well, if you have your Bibles, let's go to the book of Ephesians chapter two. We're gonna pick up where we left off yesterday in Ephesians chapter two. And today we'll be in verse 11. We're coming off the back of a couple episodes where we talked about being delivered from our former life of sin. We don't walk in lust anymore. We don't walk in corruption anymore. We live new lives in Jesus Christ and that we've been saved by grace through faith, salvation, is being delivered out of your former life. It's not just this ethereal thing that hangs over our head where we get into heaven at the end but live like hell on the earth. No, we're saved from our sins by God's grace through our faith that accesses grace, the power of God to be transformed. And it's the gift of God. We didn't work our way up to attain salvation. Salvation was given to us by the mercy and the grace of Jesus Christ. But salvation, once again, is our deliverance, not our remaining in bondage. All right, so let's go to verse 11. Ephesians chapter two, verse 11. The scripture says this. Therefore, remember that formerly you, the Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by the so-called circumcision, which is performed in the flesh by human hands, remember that you were at that time separate from Christ, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. I I love this call that Paul gives us. Remember at that time you were separate from Christ. Now, if you know Jesus, I know I know Jesus, but if you know Jesus, do you remember that time when you were separate from Christ and you were living in this world without hope and without God? You were just a slave to your lust. You were a slave to corruption. You were just living your life in an aimless way. You, You had no course of life no pursuit of God because you were living without hope and without God. Well, he's saying there was a time that you were separate from Christ, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Verse 13, but now, so that's how it was. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were formerly, were far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. So how have we been brought back to God? How have we been brought near to God by the blood of Jesus Christ? And so that's why we can never, ever, ever graduate from the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were weak and helpless, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. And it's not so we could stay weak and helpless yes we are weak in and of ourselves but when you access the power of god you're weak no longer and it proves that the power is of god because we were weak but we've accessed power to triumph over sin triumph over the old life triumph over living a life, life of lust and deception and, and reveling in drunkenness and and wicked parties no we've been given a new hope and a new affection an affection to serve god versus serving satan and our flesh we've been brought near we were far off from god And that's why we were doing wicked things. When you are far off from God, that's why you're living in wickedness, because you don't know God, and so you don't know His ways intimately in your heart. But when you're brought near to God by the blood of Jesus Christ, there's a heart transformation. The scripture says that God causes us to walk in His statutes, He moves us to obey Him. It says, But now in Christ Jesus, you who were formerly far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, and that is should result in us praising the Lord for the scripture says that he who knew no sin became sin that we might become the righteousness of God in him. You don't deserve God's righteousness. I don't deserve God's righteousness, but Jesus didn't deserve our sin either. And and God laid our sins on Jesus so that God could put on us Christ's righteousness. So if you've met Jesus, The scripture says that you're holy, that you're blameless, that you're above reproach as you stand before God without a single fault. And in that, our hearts soar. And in that, our hearts rejoice that God has made us new and given us new life in Christ Jesus and perfect standing with him. So when you know that, when you understand that, it should drastically alter the way that you live your life i now want to give my life to god not because i'm trying to attain the love of god but because god has loved me and he loved me before i ever did anything for him and notice that actually the scripture says that god's the one that works in us both to will and to do for his good pleasure so even any good thing you do now was started and empowered by god and he performed it through you this is the beautiful gospel of jesus christ that We were helpless, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Though I might be weak in and of myself, I don't have to sin because I access God's power, which sin, there's no comparison between the power of sin and the power of God. The power of God will smash the power of sin. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil and he's destroyed the works of the devil in those that believe in him. The power of sin's broken because we've been brought near to God who swallows up everything that's in opposition to him. He's a consuming fire, and when you receive the consuming fire, that is God himself, you will be changed and you will burn with that holy fire of God in your spirit and you will be a pure vessel unto the glory of God. It says, but now in Christ Jesus, you who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall. So there was Jew and there was Gentile gentile is everybody that's not a jew and then the jews who first received the covenants of god and had in and, and had access to god now jew and gentile has access to god through one one spirit it says for he himself is our peace jesus who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall by abolishing in his flesh the enmity which is the law of commandments contained in ordinances so that in himself praise God he might make the two into one new man thus establishing peace so there was Jew and there was Gentile now we're both one meaning we're just the people of God we're not looking at skin tone we're not looking at ethnic background no anybody that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved as long as we've repented of our sins and we've been birthed in the spirit of God we've been born again then we're all the people of God, no matter what your background is. And that's the beauty of it. And Christ accomplished that for us through his death, burial, and resurrection. Making the two into one new man, thus establishing peace, and might reconcile them both in one body to God through the cross, by it having put to death the enmity. Praise the Lord. So through his death on the cross, he brought us to God. Do you understand what that means the scripture says he who's joined to the lord is one spirit with the lord and i mean we're going to finish the last couple of verses in tomorrow's episodes of this chapter but the beautiful reality that do you understand that when you're cleansed by the spirit of god when you're washed by the blood of jesus christ you become the dwelling place of god where he lives by his spirit So if God comes to live in you, the Holy One comes to live in you, I have a feeling that you're gonna be changed into a holy vessel unto the Lord. The scripture says in the book of 1 Peter, the scripture says, the Lord says, be holy for I am holy, so you must be holy in all of your behavior or all of your conduct. So now that God has come to live inside of us, we live a separated life unto him. We used to live separate from Christ but now we've been joined to Christ. And when we were separate from Christ, we were separate from the life of God, which kept us in a perpetual state of sinning, even though maybe we even wanted to be free, it kept us in a perpetual state of sinning. But now in Jesus Christ, through our union with him, we've been made pure, we've been made holy, and now the Spirit of God gives us new desires and enables us to live a holy life. So praise be to Jesus who's brought us back to God through his precious blood, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we can now access God. So praise the Lord. Father, I thank you that we could get into your presence and read your holy word and be changed by your holy word. God, I pray that you touch every heart, that we would grow up into you, Lord, and bear fruits that are worthy of repentance to glorify your name. We love you and we honor you. It's in Jesus' precious name that I pray, and everybody said, amen. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Morning Devotionals, and I'll see you next time.